1: You're listening to The Thinker Girls. All the things you're thinking, but not saying.
0: Welcome to Thinker Girl, the podcast. You are joined by The Thinker Girls, Stacey June. And Christy Mercer. Welcome to our party. Let's give her a call and crack into this. Um, Yeah, Katie Burt, she's been touring Australia. I think she still has not I think next year she's thinking about writing her own show. So it'll be interesting to see if she comes to a town near you, which is Melbourne for me, and be able to check her out. Hi, hello. Hi, Katie. This is the Thinker Girl, Stacey Christie. How's it going? Hey, we're very, very good. Thank you for joining <laughs> our podcast. Tell us where are you sitting? Because it sounds like you're, I don't know, secluded in kind of like a small yeah. space.
1: I am. I'm. I'm out and I'm like parked on the street. Um, <laughs> I left my kids you know, at my friend's place with some chickens and what?
0: Uh, like a roast yeah. chicken. What, what kind of
1: chicken? No, like living chickens. Like I put oh, a chicken oh. in my like kids' arms and then I walked out the front.
0: As you do, and Katie. <laughs> are they are they
2: pets, Katie? Like how's that how's that happening? Like are they
0: your yeah.
1: pets or? No, that's her this is her stuff. She's uh she's going through what she's calling a homesteading phase. Cool. Right. Um, yeah, where she's like, she's made this garden and um, and she has chickens now and everything's organic and
0: stuff. Uh, so uh, I don't know if I'd go the whole organic road, but that sounds like where I'll end up. I'll end up on some kind of coop. It'll be in a city though, so it'll look ridiculous. You'll kind of be in the middle of the city, but then you'll walk into my house and you'll feel like a farm. <laughs> oh, with like a
2: little veggie patch out the back? <laughs>
0: Cute. Yeah, well, or more, like, more like a greenhouse. I like, think quite big. That sounds amazing. Katie, thank you. Thanks for joining us. Uh, We are two chicks that are talk thoughts, you're thinking but not saying, each and every week. You can download the show on iTunes or head to podcast.thinkagirl.com.au if you want to find any of the other episodes that we've had with over a 100 different amazing chicks. Uh, But, Katie, here you are. Um, We each bring a gem to the table, which is something that's on our mind, like I said, that we're thinking but not saying. Contents, girls, you want to kick it off, young mate?
2: Yeah, um, I want to talk about... um the whole idea of having a, a big group of friends, especially a big group of girlfriends, and actually getting away and having a, all right, everybody in, one in, all in kind of trip once a year, and how much harder it gets every single year to Girl actually trips. do. And I'm mm-hmm. a bit devastated because I just feel as though not everybody's kind of like may have coming a, to the party. I
0: may have a solution for you for oh, that.
1: Oh, okay. Brilliant.
0: Yeah. Katie, what's on your mind?
1: Um, I, I have, uh, been going through like, uh, a bit of a crisis at the moment where, well, not a crisis cause it's positive, mm-hmm. but, um, I, I have given up religion and have become an atheist. And, uh, and so I've been just starting to kind of come out to friends and family about that. Ooh, it's a wow. coming out so, process. Yeah. 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 And so I think like my mind is just exploding with like new information. And right.
0: So, yeah, how interesting. Okay, I'm. I'm got, I've got many questions on that. Yeah. Um, I want to do a bit of a brainstorm this week because something that's on my mind is a word that I keep using. You, I use it every single day, and it kind of contradicts everything I stand for. So I want your help, uh, and I want you listening to be able to help us as well online because I feel like we need a new word for this word that I don't think I'm alone in using and doesn't actually work with my ethos.
2: Okay. Should we? Mm. Can we kick it off with the brainstorm?
0: Oh sure. Should Are we I get ready? It, Should I get Thesaurus dot well, out? Maybe a pen and paper. Okay, like you got know, I've got I've got the the butcher <laughs> paper <laughs> with the with the um. All right, guys. The, well, I don't. That's a lie. A now we're now we're filming things, so now people can tell that we don't have that. But I tell you what, um, the word. Can anyone want to? like you kind of. Anyone want to guess what the word might be? Are you going to describe it? It is a word that I use when I want to put forward. Someone's behavior or characteristic that's gutsy, that's almost um, courageous in some ways. That is, uh, I guess, um, I don't know, a bit of a risk taker, or or isn't isn't fear oriented. There's lots of all those things go into this particular word. Oh,
2: I've got one: um, jet setter, go getter, <laughs> rule breaker, gutsy. renegade.
0: What did you say, Katie? Gutsy? No, it's ballsy.
2: Ah. Yeah, ballsy. Ballsy. I like that word.
0: Yeah, I love it. But the idea behind it is that you need to have balls to be that, that, Person, or whatever that meaning is. And I don't know, I, I'm all for being a feminist and not trying to look into things too much. You mm. know, we do need some fucking light and humor in our lives, and we don't need to take everything oh so seriously. But there is, but when it starts to physically or kind of actually have an effect on me as I go to say it, I almost stop myself from saying it because it's like the way that you describe someone of all those amazing things that we said, you know, risk taker, courageous, gutsy, all those things are. Mm. Uh, completely singular to someone that owns balls. Mm. And I just think that's fucking bullshit. Mm. And mm. I'm kind of over that word, even though I love that word. And And no, I don't want to give it away, but I also don't want to keep using it to have the idea that in order to be all of those characteristics, you need to own a set of balls. So
2: you're saying that you love this, and it's funny that you say this because I actually am going back through all like a lot of conversations and times that we've chatted, and you do use this word a lot. Oh, you use it all it. the time. So when you say you use it every single day, that's actually completely true. <laughs> so when, but when, when was the point where you're like you thought about it? Because you just said then you're now pulling yourself up and going, hang on a second, I don't know I how don't know. I feel about it. Because if you've always loved it and haven't thought too much about it, you know
0: what I mean? Like when I been think the point? well, because I think when I describe people that are ballsy, Mm. most of the time I'm describing women. (laughs) So it's kind of Mm. ironic. I'm like, okay, so you're so ballsy. Why do you have to be, like, to be a good thing, does it mean that you have to be a man or Mm. have man's things? Mm. Like, it just seems a little bit prehistoric and it may seem a little bit far-fetched or a little bit ahead to be thinking about this stuff, but surely we could come up with another word. Mm. Ideas? Mm. Um, Oh... I was going to say, what's the opposite of ballsy? I was going to say, like, flaps. No, oh, that, you'd, no
2: be
1: a, you'd, be, you'd be a pussy, actually.
2: Yeah, but it is. But that is actually the opposite. Yeah, think but of, then what, let's what,
0: dissect this. How fucked is that? If you're I a know. pussy, you're weak. What connotations does that actually have? So the more we actually dissect this, the more depressing it gets. Because then you say, okay, the opposite of ballsy is a pussy, which means you're a wimp.
2: Isn't <laughs> it funny that you say that, Katie? Because the, I saw this video. It was on Facebook the other day, hmm. and it's and it, they did this like social experiment where they got like all these children in a room and they said, "Show us what it looks like to run like a girl." And the way yeah. that, that was ages. That was a while ago, that, right? Yeah, but that was old. It was yeah old news, but somebody's reshared it and just. Yeah, it's interesting, and it, I think it's good that you bring it up, Stace, because there are things and words that you use in everyday speak, but you never actually think too much
0: about. And you still have brought up that way. Yeah, uh, I mean, we still haven't thought of anything though.
1: Maybe, maybe we should. It should just be that we start using the word "pussy" in place of the word ballsy.
0: You know? Yeah. Oh my God, you are so pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, that's a big job. I feel like I'd need to be Hillary Clinton to pull that off. (laughs) You you know what I mean? Like someone with proper power. Yeah, true. You've got someone someone with proper power. I mean, does it have to be about our genitals? Does it have to be gender oriented? That's kind of my point. Like, then we go to pussy, and it's like guys can't be that because they don't have a pussy. I'm not looking for it to necessarily be about women. I'm looking for that word to be not gender specific.
1: Mm. So if it's not, if it's not related. to a gender, then isn't it like, doesn't it just become one of those other words that you use to describe it? Like gutsy or is it like, yeah, yeah powerful. Or, yeah.
0: But how yeah. can we use ballsy for women? Mm. If it, do you know what I mean? Like there's just got to be.
1: qualifications.
0: Yeah, I, mm. and I know, I think it's also that I'm upset because I like that word. I think I'm grieving the word mm. because I'm like, <laughs> I can't, I, 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 I still use it by by default, but I have consciously made a decision to try and change it to something else. And gutsy doesn't quite give it as much depth. I reckon gutsy's like you kind of go to jump off a cliff yeah. but you, you might not really have that that inside grunt Guts about to you. me,
2: gutsy to me is more physical. You know, like yeah. you're gutsy
0: on the footy field, or like more of a physical Balls is thing. Like I feel like the word is like you back yourself, mm. or you you are you mm. are not afraid to be different, or you mm. you're not necessarily a leader, but you are kind of leading in some capacity. Like you're a little bit ahead of the game. Um, how interesting! Le- how interesting that we dissect this all in terms of. But-
1: to, to further dissect it, like, if you were, I think being ballsy, what I'm hearing is ballsy is, like, something really internal. And I think since, you know, like, balls are internal and, like, if you were going to oh. be confidently going into something, then you would, like, maybe a guy would, like, grab his balls and be like, I'm oh a man and, grab, and, mm. and go into it. And so, like, what, what about tits? The woman?
0: Yeah, titsy. you're the tits. You're yeah. titsy. Your titsy. Titsy. titsy is better than... Pussy, I reckon. Yeah, but because pussy yeah. already has... Pussy's got... You've got to overcome so much with pussy. Like, I just can't be bothered trying to change that. But hang it's on. too much mm-hmm. work. Uh, it, but but it, we could create something new. Titsy could it, be good. But aren't we it going for a non-gender like yeah. specific though? Aren't well, we going for non-gendery? I do, but I, 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 I wanted to. But I agree with Katie when she just said mm. that point. It does come from something personal and something a little bit more... In depth, like insular or in depth, or a part of your body. Do you know what I mean? Like if you're thinking about yeah. tits, you're thinking about milk produce. Like they feed fucking kids, man. Can plus, mm. they can be sexual. Plus, they're like, I don't know, they're just they kind you can of like that equivalent. Manipulate. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah can a man I sounded way too excited at that <laughs> idea. You are so titsy. Can a man can a man be titsy or no? Is this maybe just a we girl? keep them separate. Yeah. Maybe you yeah, can yeah. maybe you do make them gender, but you change it to titsy and the ball the the boys can keep ballsy. Yeah, I <gasps> think oh oh I like that. Solution. Like yeah. Hashtag titsies. I oh. reckon it's got legs. It's actually got legs. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't hashtag ballsy. Not everything has to be a hashtag, <laughs> but I I think titsy like she is so titsy i really really I like, that. like that i might i might bring that into my life could yeah, you yeah. bring that into your stand-up katie and let us know if people can if people <laughs> can light. kind of yeah get on board christy yeah. maybe for the next few weeks we'll just try it and so and do titsy. a bit of an experiment and see how it works let's all go away and have some homework this is very scholar like this week yeah. I've got like proper teacher zone <laughs> You've gone happening so deep
2: <laughs> but what happens if you don't have like i don't have i'm not i don't have big tits what does about it matter. Not, it doesn't matter what about if you just got well, small your, tits well your your small tits, tits, tits
0: still can produce milk your small tits are still a turn on to your man so your still, small tits yeah. are still yeah. feminine like think about think about like how your tits are like it may be
1: if they're not bulging out of your shirt or whatever mm, they're but definitely if not. if you were if you <laughs> if you were wearing something that was kind of see-through yes you know like that's you know that's a titsy that's a you could definitely manipulate a man easily because i think if you think about it in the way that ballsy is not every man that's been called ballsy or says
2: they're ballsy has big balls they might have that's really true. they might have really small balls
0: yeah yeah it's true okay titsy How is our homework i love titsy. it okay. right on time too yeah. see that's what happens when you're at school it's like the school bell everything <laughs> runs on a proper schedule so maybe we should do this more often because usually Gin. well usually katie when did i get married p to the s um, <laughs> me, uh, katie we usually run way over so it's yeah. that's why it's actually been quite the school effect has, has been a good influence on us um <laughs> chris do you want to go first and we'll keep our guests to the lucky last. Yeah. For She's. Um I want or to talk about I want to talk about girl trips. I think this was when I
2: was overseas a couple of months back. Oh that's right. And we were doing a um, a sailing tour for like, for like a week and it was through this particular company and we were a girls th- trip on the boat. No, no 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 no. This is my sister and I oh, went sorry. overseas and we were um, p- for part of the trip Katie we were on a boat. Through this company, that's, it was mainly old people, to, older people, to be honest, that was um, around, I don't know, in 50s, 60s, a couple of random people that had just been married. And then my sister and I, in our 20s, were the youngest on the boat.
0: Mm-hmm. And anyway, we
2: got talking about, you know, as you do often when you're traveling or you're overseas, you're talking about places you've been and places that you want to go to And because um, a lot of people were kind of traveling around. Anyway, this particular chick on the boat, she was
0: um, probably mid-50s and she was amazing. Um, I love it when you make friends with people on trips that as if you're going to a bar and meeting like a 60 year old woman, like you might, but you, you don't always. And so travel's so great like that. When you start talking, people become people. I don't know. Things yep. kind of change. All that, all that other socialisation stuff goes out the window.
2: And we were stuck on a boat together. And it's so interesting when you put a group of people together that are strangers that people take on certain roles. And this, this particular woman kind of became the mum. Like she was the cleaning up after everybody. <laughs> like she was serving oh, out bitch. the meals. <laughs> the poor bitch. But Fiona, her name was, she actually really did enjoy it. Um, and she was talking about the fact that she was this avid traveller and she was always going overseas and doing this cool adventure shit. She was a bit of a hippie and, and I loved that. But she said that every single year, her and her, I think, three or four girlfriends make a point. And every single year since they're about 18, 19, they have been on a girl's trip. It doesn't need to be far away. It doesn't need to be to some exotic location. It doesn't need to be expensive. Where was she from? She was from New Zealand. Mm-hmm. It could literally be like a girl. Weekend away at a winery It could Mm -hmm. They could be camping They could be Mm -hmm. Fucking half an hour Up the road Mm -hmm. But it was this thing Where it was like One in All in There was no such thing as You know And this is through Having kids Like all of them Were mums Like And they'd been through Through loss And some You know One or two of them Had been divorced So Big shit, like you know, big life things. But she was like, "It doesn't matter what happens in our lives. This is something it's non-negotiable
0: that we do every single year." We have we have that in uh, our not in oh our girl do, not family. in our girl group, but my family. Yes, yeah. yeah, so we have Lewis girls trip, and uh, it's in May generally, uh, mm. and there are it can range from you have to be eighteen plus, but eighteen the the ages range from about eighteen to I think. 60 or 70. Wow. It's quite full on. That's yeah. So cool. Um, and there's a big group. So mm-hmm. it's like 20 odd people. So mm-hmm. it's even bigger than a girls group. Yeah. Wow. Um, and we have somebody. Now, this is what I was saying to you earlier, young mate, where you can actually. I think this is why it works, mm-hmm. is because every year someone different organises it so it's not Mm -hmm. always left to the one freaking person to be that hassler saying this this and this and i think the other thing is to be fair is that we all want to go Mm. and i think that sometimes gets i think you could keep organizing a trip right say you were to organize it with your girls your girlfriends no matter what once you kind of find a time of the year that you're committed to and then you know around that time that's where you're going to go if every year you still want to go on the trip yeah you kind of find the time yeah. like all of those women have kids all of them you know i'm one of the there's a few of us that don't but most of them have and they're all country bumpkins so three plus most yeah. of them yeah um <laughs> And, and I think you just can make it work. I mean, Katie, what's your experience with this? Like, you've, you do have children. Like, where do you stand with those kinds of commitments?
1: I think, um, I'm like, I used to be part of a girls group when I lived in America. And we had, like, a really good little community going on. And everybody, like, we would go away occasionally on these little trips. And mm. I see photos of them on Facebook and Instagram. And they still do it. And I'm kind of, like, I'm really jealous Mm. of that because Mm, I live overseas. Like, I left when I was 19. I came back, you know, like, a couple of years ago. Now I'm 32, I think. And, you know, (laughs) over here I don't have the same kind of network. Like, all of my best girlfriends here don't like each other. And so I don't Ah. have... Like I yeah, shows, but like I
2: think that's what happens. Yeah. But here's the thing within my group, and that's why when when this particular woman was talking about the way that she does this, without fail every year, because mm. they love each other. And it's going back to what you just said, Stace. We want to spend time with each other. We want to mm. be there. I feel yeah. like that, but that's where we're at. We're, that's where we're at with our group of girlfriends. We're all pretty tight. We all love spending time together. And it kind of shits me that... Every time we do that, everyone looks at each other and just goes, why the fuck aren't we doing this more often? You know, let's take it in turns and, you know, you'll organise it this year. We'll do it there. We'll make it easier. It doesn't need to be this big overseas, amazing, expensive trip and nobody needs to, you know, bother taking time off work. Maybe it can just be a weekend or a long weekend thing. So there is that, there is that love there and that that want to do it, yet... It just—I don't know—it shits me because it never actually comes together, and it's not—it's not that nobody's fighting for it. Because, sure, there's a f- you know, there's particular people within the group, myself included, you know, that kind of—I don't know—you so, know, people take different roles, and there might be some people that are more happy to organise it than others. It's not that there's any lack or any shortage of people that are happy to put their hand up and book a place on their credit card, and all right, everyone owes me X amount. But it just never.
0: I don't know. It's almost like people roll oh, I their question, eyes when you I, bring
2: it up. It's like, I, oh, here I, we go. I,
0: I challenge this, though. If you were to go and do it, sometimes I feel like what's actually most exposing is if you do it with the people that will come and say yes. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you've got to kind of do it where you go, okay, these are the four dates, majority rules, because otherwise it just doesn't get done. Yeah, And And then if there is a date, say I could only do two weekends and I couldn't do the other two, and it happens on, the majority happens to be on one of the weekends I couldn't, then you have the steps of how much do you want to go that you will change your plans to make it work. Yeah. Yes, weddings. Mm-hmm. Yes, other things. There's there's some things that you can't kind of change. Yeah. But yeah. a lot of the time you fucking can. Mm-hmm. You know, Christy you and know, I, you and I work and do all kinds of things. If you were to say to me, shit, we've got a filming week that week, but you go, oh, everyone's going away, you'd go and change it. You know, yeah. we'd try and make it work. You can get around it. So I think it's still, which is confronting to think about, but it I is. still think it does come back to the fact of how much do people want to go? And it also is a different dynamic in groups where, like you said, Katie, people don't all get along. I know Mm. that I've found it much easier to get um, a small group of my girlfriends together. Mm. Like we would say tomorrow, oh, who's doing something Sunday? And then everyone would be like, no, I'm free. And then bang, lunch is happening. Whereas when it was a bigger kind of group, it was always shit up a fucking hill. And that's because the dynamic... I don't know, just kind of faded out a bit and there was no love. It wasn't like people didn't love each other, but I don't know, Mm, things shift mm, and mm. you start kind of wanting things differently. Maybe you want smaller smaller connections i don't know what it is Mm. but i all i followed was when things were easier i Mm. followed the path of things that felt easier that felt less effort and that's kind of where you land and generally it is where people want to do things more i don't know katie what about you when you were
2: when you were back in america and you did have that tight group of chicks that would kind of always go away on trips together before you moved back to australia Like, Mm -hmm. how did that kind of work? Was that, like, a majority rules, that's the fairest way to do it kind of thing? Or, like, was it quite easy to be able to, you know, round everybody up because basically everybody wanted to be there and would do whatever it took to to make it happen?
1: Yeah, I think that's it. Everybody just did what it took. And it was also not too far in advance. Like, you know, when something's too far in advance and then you overthink it, you're just like, do I really want this? And then more, like, closer, more relevant things come up. In short term, you're more excited yeah. about that because you lost your excitement about that. So I think it's good to do it short term as well. like And hey, that also
0: and that tests the people that really want to do it because if you can yeah. make things turn around quickly, it means yeah. that, that that group or that whatever's happening is high priority for each other equally. Yeah. So you're not kind yeah. of trying to pull people in or trying to make it work here and it, it just it just kind of works. Because I think the thing
2: is when you're trying to please... Everybody, not the majority, but you're trying to please everybody. I don't know that it actually works because, regardless, it is harder. Regardless, there would be somebody that had something on, or you know what I mean. And and my my tact was, and I might actually take you up on that. Whoever met with the Katie, the short term thing, or Stakes, Mm -hmm. I can't remember who said it. But because I was thinking, oh, this will be a foolproof plan. Let's do it. Let's plot it six months out. We'll pick a weekend and we'll lock it in. Like we Mm. said for our, we said honestly, at twenty-one years old, for our twenty-fifth, we're gonna go to Las Vegas. Never And we were like, fucking four years. Nobody is squibbing out of this. You know, like that's a long time to lock Mm -hmm. something in. And you know what didn't (laughs) didn't happen.
0: Yeah, it is it's full on and I think I think you're right Katie the lo- the long term thing happens but I do believe that it also just becomes harder the bigger the group is yeah. because then everybody yeah. has not issues with each other but people just prefer to spend time with certain people. Mm. So and then mm. the group takes away from that that personal time. Mm. So even though you know you might have some time put away mm. and you might all be on the same trip And you might just you might say, okay, that particular bestie is going to be there, so I'll see them. You don't get that quality time with nah. them. It turns into a group trip, yeah, which is does. very different to the kind of trips that you want to be on with people that you want to really just spend the bulk of your time with. Mm. Does that make yeah. sense? Having said that, though, this all completely goes. We our 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 family yearly thing just pushes all this out of the park. Like it is actually an absolute rarity that the kind of thing we pull off with our family happens. Like Mm. over, I think, what, 25, almost 30 people of all different ages, all different walks of life, all different financial positions, Mm. which is sometimes the interesting bit. But because everybody does it their way, the way they want to do it every year, Mm. you can decide if that works for you or not. And you generally over... The, you know, over we've done it for almost 10 years now. Yeah. Um, over that time, if it doesn't work that you think, okay, $200 for the weekend is too expensive. I'm more of a $50 a night kind of person rather than $100 a night kind of person, which if you've got four kids or whatever your situation is, yeah. that's fine. Um, but you know, that will vary, but it, I think it works out that because if you do it your way every yeah. year, then it equals out that everyone gets a chance to have the kind of trip they so want. So how
2: do you, I know Philip's mm. gone off, but just quickly, how do you stay decide who, because
0: you're saying someone different organises it every year, do I've done it once, but I've never done it again. So everyone just goes around, and when it's their oh. turn, someone will just put their hand up oh. because there's so many of us. Yep. Someone will be like, "I haven't had a go. I'm, I'm happy to have a go this year." And it's and in then, their place where they live. Is that no? The deal, they or? choose where to go. They oh, choose yeah. the the amount of money, and they choose the kind of activity. We have one activity night and one stay in night. So we'll go. to Generally, it's worked out to be pretty similar. We all go to country places <laughs> that can host that many people, and we go to a pub one night and we stay in and. Cook one night. That's it. And we listen to dumb girl stuff and just sit around. Like it's just proper. It's the fucking best. It's so amazing. (laughs) It's so rare. (laughs) Uh,
2: Katie, I don't know if you're with me, but I've never heard or known to do that within family. Like, I don't know and anybody that tell does you that. What, it's so
0: rare. And you kind of feel like you've got all different – because it's family, I think it does make it a little bit different. You can hang around with who you want. Some people go for a walk. Some people go for a spa treatment. Some people do nothing. Some people go to see the some sites. There's that many people that actually blows out the bigger group idea out of the water because mm. there's it's so many that you create your own little groups do you know mm. what i mean so that's why it works i think because there's ridiculous amounts of people as opposed to maybe nine or ten yeah where you kind of feel like you have to do everything together, together. because yeah. there's 25 of us you could never so everybody splits off and then that's completely okay
2: Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's a, the best. Yeah, some of the, the videos that I have seen, you
0: put <laughs> up some video on Facebook, the dance-off, I was like, yeah. this, this family has got it sorted. Or the one where you had your, your your head on one side of the trestle table, then everyone else had their head on the other side of the trestle table and you had to try and um, spit uh, I think it was Maltesers into the other person's mouth. Ma- like, what the what? fuck? <laughs> like, what the fuck? And my, like, you know, my, like, 60-year-old auntie, who's, like, basically, like, our nana, or 70, I think she is. Yeah, 70, Um, is on the other side of mine. Oh, like, I'm trying so to spit good. into her
1: mouth.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Did you um, come up with that game? That sounds No, like a new I didn't, game. <laughs> actually. You know what? That's the greatest thing. I don't come up with oh. shit because you can imagine how many chieftains are in that family yeah, dynamic. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, we've gone on Katie. Let us know what are you thinking, but not saying.
1: Um I, um, I guess I'm. I guess what I'm thinking, but I'm not saying, is hey guys, I'm an atheist. Yeah, right. Um, wow. And <laughs> it's just it's a bit of a shift, um, like because everything in my mind, like the way that I look at everything, has changed, and yet I'm still going on with the same relationships, and I'm still got pretty much the same life, and so mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. it's been like a like this is a really weird time for me and my friends and family and stuff like that. Like it's everything has kind of changed because i've actually just said that
0: yeah wow. when so where have you come from because it obviously it sounds like there may be people in your life that are quite religious for it to be such a i guess such a shift because yeah. where i stand if somebody was to say an atheist i was kind of thinking well i feel like a lot of people in my life are mm, without same. i guess the yeah. announcement yeah. but where where's your background
1: my background is i became a christian when i was 17 Mm-hmm. and oh, so you did um, it later wow. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah yeah and then and then i actually was pursuing becoming a missionary i was like a fundamentalist wow. christian for oh. a long time and then i like 3 years ago i just i changed my mind
0: can we take <laughs> oh. us through can you take us through the what made you do that at 17 and then what made you leave
1: i i was always like really interested in um oh, such big questions i was interested in <laughs> Um, religion and spirituality and stuff like that. I was, was doing like seances and, um, and stuff like that. And then I was reading about Buddhism at the time when I met this guy who was like, oh, you should, you know, this is ridiculous. This art of happiness I was reading, with the Dalai Lama. And he was like, this is ridiculous. And mm-hmm. um, it's, it's all about relationship with God. And I was like, oh, what is that? And my family, I had asked them religious questions before and nobody had an answer.
0: Okay. You know, like I said, so you didn't come from a a religious family?
1: No. Like I said, Mum, do you believe in God? And she was like, Oh, yeah, 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 sure. I believe in God and Christmas and all that stuff. (laughs) And then that was like the... (laughs) Which is so the
0: the, the Anglo-Irish-Catholic-Australian version. Oh, yeah, we'll go to church on Christmas Eve. Yeah,
2: (laughs) and maybe even Easter if you're lucky. (laughs) But then... But then I just
1: got sucked in.
2: So it was this this person that you're with, this partner that you're with, that that kind of started, or that was your introduction, right? Yeah, that was it. And
0: when you say, explain to me sucked in.
1: Um, I, I got consumed. Like it's, it's a, um, it's a whole world. It's like a bubble. Would you say a cult? Um, I did actually join a cult, but, but, you know, not like a, let's all wear the same shoes and kill ourselves cult, but like a more mild one. Yeah. Um, just like a brainwashing program, but the you know, um, I don't know. Ask me another
0: question. Okay. Lost. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's okay. Right. So when okay, so you've gone through this. Well it sounds like you literally were like in a bubble because yeah. it's almost like that yeah, time right. was yeah. a little yeah. bit different yeah. to who you are now. Yeah. You know, like so it probably yeah. is a little bit triggery to kind of try and get you to tap into, I suppose, something that you probably feel quite disconnected to well, it, now.
1: Yeah. I mean, and there's so it has just so many components of like, you know, my attitudes towards science, my attitudes towards death, my attitudes towards raising my kids the way that I responded to arguments with my husband, you know, it just affect, the way that I was with my family, like with my extended family who are still extremely religious. Um, thankfully, they're overseas, so I don't have to deal with it really all the time. Um, but it really, it affects everything. And so I think that's why it, it's overwhelming to try and, um, answer question. Yeah, can, can yeah. I ask, It's fun to explore.
2: Yeah, Katie, you know how you said earlier um, you didn't you didn't kind of grow up or weren't really raised in a in a you know particularly religious uh, family. So mm-hmm. how, and and but then you've just said that your family was religious. Were, were you kind of that introduction to the family? Uh, like, did was that how no, that kind of started?
1: P- no, my husband, my husband's oh, family. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so he animals. grew up, yeah. he grew up like that. Yeah, wow. yeah.
0: Okay, and so obviously that's a huge thing then yeah. because I was kind of thinking the way that you spoke about it, like coming out, I was like, well, there's got to be some, yeah. I suppose, something to come out of. And that is the fact that you're surrounded by a lot of people that are religious. When when was the moment where you felt like you needed to make it a coming out kind of process? Like what, you know, is it, it couldn't have been a thing where you you when oh, this isn't really fitting with my belief system anymore. I don't actually buy what I'm being sold. I'll just live that life. Was there something that made you actually feel like you needed to kind of announce it?
1: Yeah, well, I think that like what happens is it's very hard to come out of Christianity because, because you believe, because I believed it, because you believe that um, God is everywhere. You believe that God knows your thoughts. You know, he knows what you're doing. He says you. He's what like a Santa Claus. <laughs>
0: Even ultimate. on the toilet. Wow. Get out of my yeah. head, Beth. <laughs>
1: exactly. You're masturbating. <laughs> anything.
0: You know, like do, do people? Is this? This might sound like a flawed question. You don't have to answer it. But do you think nuns masturbate to God? <laughs>
1: I don't think they masturbate. I was going to
0: say, I don't think nuns masturbate. Oh, bullshit. No, honestly, but isn't that,
2: Katie, isn't that it's wrong to have sexual urges? Like, isn't that what you're
0: taught? Like, I... I, Our producers... If they're not to your like, husband. Like, pressing her lips. But what about... so? But your husband... <laughs> and shaking her head. Um, but your husband is God, right, if you're a nun. Isn't that the idea? I don't know. I don't know about Catholics. Oh, okay, well, I Christian, put, Catholic, sorry. Yeah. I didn't mean to kind of put them in both, but I, I thought they were a little bit more similar. But um, mm. okay, so right, so that is different. But is, yeah, that, yeah. is
2: that feeling that when you just say God is God is everywhere, like were you in really intimate moments and then that, was that always there? Was that constantly it's
1: in the constantly back of your mind? There, which is what oh. I mean. It's so hard to get out of because yeah. for you to even have a thought, for you to even have a thought that maybe this isn't true, Like when you think that, your first response is to go, that's the devil. He's putting ideas in my head. I reject that idea. And then you'll just pray and worship and and just work that feeling off.
0: uh, I've got something quite personal to share about this. I actually fell for a guy that um, was Christian uh, and – use that almost as a reason, kind of went in and out of this idea. So use it as a reason, but then said, actually, no, I made it up and kind of went backwards and forwards for us not, being together Mm. and Mm -hmm. it was the the most i'd ever really felt as the most i could remotely relate to i guess what you're saying and and what you feel because i'm not an atheist probably more buddhist than anything but kind of practice my own spirituality i take and pick what i like from everything really but Mm -hmm. i think i would probably identify most with buddhism um uh because i do believe that there is some kind of other life Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. other life form but i think He was kind of giving me these ideas that essentially over time, it just made me question who I was and what I was about and what I stood for. And Mm I am a person that really isn't rattled in that a lot. And it just made me start to think it was actually a friend of mine that came out and said, this is kind of what happens. He's like, and I don't want to Mm. generalise this. He's like, but this is some of the problems with with religion in terms of particularly Christianity or Catholicism. He was a Christian. But it gets a little bit preachy to the point where you then start to question what your head is and what your stance is, and it fucks with your head. Mm. He's like, and this is a really small, he's (laughs) like, this is a very, very small version of what's Mm. happened to you. He's like, but since when should you have to question your writing about? Since when should you have to question the core of who you are because you've felt feelings for someone that believes in a belief religious system? Like where has that come from? Mm. And then he said, and this is exactly where this begins. And this is exactly – and I went, wow. I thought – I couldn't believe that I'd experienced that. I just thought I would never, Mm. ever have anything to do with that because I'm so – Far from Christian or Catholic, a lot of the belief systems are very, I'm very against, openly against. I was brought up in a Catholic girls' school and I'm very, very against a lot of things they stand for. And so for me to have even been, I don't know, like kind of, like what's the word like wound up in something a little bit remotely i couldn't believe that even i was a person that could have been influenced in the slightest way yeah and it was fucking terrifying but katie what is because
1: it's your they they because they they believe it fully and so the the foundation of that is you know starts with adam and eve and your sin nature and so you they talk to you as someone who is broken Like Mm. to a Christian, everybody is broken. That's what my friend said. Everybody's ruined and selfish and, and has bad motivations unless they have God. When you were in the middle of this, Katie, just like what Stace
2: was
0: saying. Yeah, it's like saying, very judgmental. Yeah. That's what I felt. Yes, like I felt it like is. I was being judged. It was yeah. weird. Yeah, but, they're, they're, but like, maybe that's the idea. You, but they, don't yeah. feel, they don't feel that they're judging you. They're like, just like,
1: no, like you're not worthy. Yeah, yeah it was just like
0: patronising almost. The wording that he used was like, oh, I'm so sorry for you, kind of. Wow. It was like, what yeah. the fuck? Yeah. Like, you know, it was so strange. P.S. I didn't know that this particular person was this Christian for like a year that we'd wow. been friends too. So that is another the weird thing is that yeah. if you're so mm. for it then why is it such a fucking secret? Like why is it so buried? Because they're
1: trying because they will try to influence you based on their behaviour before they talk to you about it.
0: Right. Yeah, which mess with me because I was like I shared with you i wrote an article saying boys where are your where where are your uh, condoms? Like my my whole article mm. was about mm. how that women are the the people that need to worry about protection and contraception, mm. and that boys need to step up in this area. And he was like a really big part in my brainstorming mm. with it because mm. he was a guy and he was a friend. And I thought I felt so cheated. It was just interesting, I, and I just really never thought, Katie, I would ever have any stories to relate to what you're saying. But I think it happens in small. But parts and doses everywhere
2: but katie yeah. when you were in that like when when stage going back to where you're at before when you said even oh. i had to have somebody pull me up to go wow like i never i personally never thought that i would be in that place you, was there a similar vein of that katie like are you were you aware of it enough to know those feelings you know like is it only is it only hindsight and looking back now that you go wow like that was messed up or in in those particular moments were you were you actively trying to convince yourself that that's where you wanted to be do you know what I mean or is it only now when you is it only now when you look back you realise that you were kind of unsure of where you were or or what you were actually trying to believe
1: I think that nobody really opposed me uh, except for maybe my best friend but. You know, I just figured she didn't get it, and like the only person who really opposed me was this dude in the pub who who um, I was a bartender. He made porn, and um and he was the only person who ever said to me, "This is a fairy tale. These are stories. These are based on mythology." And I just went, "No, no, no. What do you know? Because obviously, I'm judging that guy. Mm, you know, yeah. oh, he's making porn. As if I'm going to mm, listen to that guy. Yeah. There was no voice. There was no like voice of reason, and I and I I believed it. It's not until now that I even when I reread, um, you know, different Christian uh, s- references or bits from the Bible or whatever, it's just like I read it and I go, oh, my God, and I see with such different eyes. Mm. Mm.
2: So is mm. your... Is, and so, you know, if if this is too personal and stuff, obviously you can you know s- say yes or no or whatever. But are you are you still within? Was this an ex, or is this your current partner, or have you completely s- stepped away from that? Like how and how does that all sit? Like if if majority of your family and his family are still of still of that belief, how does that go within your relationship with him?
1: Well, I think um, it's you know the guy who I originally met. I'm not with him, but um, but. My husband, and I married him when we were both super Christians and we were, you know, we were so horny to get, we just got married like after four days. And wow. <laughs> Whoa, what?
2: You'd met each other four days
1: before? Well we met, we knew each other for eight weeks and then we just went, we got engaged and then we, and then we just went, let's just get married on Tuesday. Is, and this, then, new, yeah. is this
0: your husband now? Yeah, yeah. That's and, um, so crazy.
1: And so obviously like we were in a completely different place and, um, and all that kind of stuff. So. We, I'm thankful that we have so many years behind us that we could kind of like we've been together for we've been married for nearly eleven years now, and yeah, okay. like, you know like I feel like we know each other well enough that we could go through this, but there was a time when when you know maybe eight months ago or something when I thought maybe we'll be getting divorced i don't I don't really know what's going to happen you know and has of, he
0: has he come out as well or he stays in his beliefs and just respects your change?
1: Well, I don't know, I don't think I can really talk about him. he's kind mm. of going through his own thing.
0: Yeah. 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 But the whole thing is ridiculously fascinating without sounding at all like it's some kind of show that we're watching but it it, it isn't yeah. because I think that's the biggest thing that we um that we've we you can realize is that it can be underlying in a lot of people's lives that maybe not go to the level of the level you went to Katie and, and the kind of belief system that you ab- obtained but I suppose mm-hmm. the other th- question is is that um, where is it happening on a much more subtle level like it did with me? Mm. Like, and, mm-hmm. and don't get me wrong, there was a question where it went maybe not even 24 hours. But if I wasn't in a strong headspace, that 24 hours could very easily have turned into three days, three weeks, three mm. years, 30 mm. years, mm. you know? Yeah, exactly. It does. Um, and then you just got guilt
1: But to it's, deal with yeah. for the
0: rest of your life. The old, <laughs> well, they, my, my nanny used to call it the Catholic, uh, like the Catholic guilt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, just things that, yeah, would constantly just make you feel shit about yourself.
2: Yeah, wow. Yeah. <laughs> it, that is c- completely and utterly fascinating. And I, and I think especially because... Thank was, you so much for I know, for that sharing. was so deep and so personal and it was amazing. And it's obviously something that's, you know, so... So current and so, you know, now in your life that it's amazing that you've opened up so much about it. I think
0: as well, the important thing is like it's definitely doesn't want and we on this show definitely don't ever want to come across like we're bashing anything. It's not about one way or the other. But one thing I will say is that manipulation and then and luring anybody into something that isn't for their best interest in a manipulative kind of secretive strategic fucked up way is something that we don't tolerate or we no. don't like on our show but that doesn't mean that a lot of people can't have belief systems without having that side and i've got plenty of people in my life that would call themselves christians and catholics that aren't preaching and, and mm. kind of you know making other people influenced by their choices and their beliefs and and that's fine i think I that's think for, I, what we that's need to like. really focus on here because it may not yeah. be all bad you know i saw Think
1: that for a lot of people it's just a matter of look it's nicer for me to like not that they would ever acknowledge that but they're just like they they know the generals of their faith and they just go well you know my family this is what we do like this is mm-hmm. you know this is how it is and I believe in heaven and yeah yeah sure I believe yeah. like my mom you know like my mom couldn't give a shit yeah. but for some mm-hmm. reason I just really care I'm interested in this stuff and I've like yeah. well, I've spent I still have a significant portion of my life to think about it. And so I'm going to continue to think about it. Well, I don't feel like anyone manipulated me with a negative motivation. I think that people had my best interests in mind. I just disagree with their best interests now. I think so that
0: the way people go about it, though, is scary. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, But yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. Let's, it's interesting let,
2: let's finish on a meme from Facebook. There was this thing that I saw. It was like, <laughs> um, I'm probably going to fuck it up. But it was along the lines of religion is like a penis. Men, they all know they've got one or something, but you don't, But we don't constantly need to be showing people or talking about it. It's like keep fucking yeah. keep it in your pants kind of deal. <laughs> if it's good yeah. for you and you can do fun things with it, great. But we don't need to flop it out for all the world to see.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah I agree with that. That's really <laughs> Good one, young mate. I don't know where you fucking pulled that from. I don't but know. But that was really, really, I'm impressed with that. <laughs> oh, Katie Birch, has been so lovely to talk to you. Thank you so much for sharing.
1: Yeah, no worries. Thanks for having me.
0: Uh, if you do want to listen to any of our other shows, as we've mentioned, iTunes is where you can find us or for a little bit longer, podcast.thinkagirl.com.au, we'll have some more info on uh, where we're changing to and all the kinds of bits and pieces that you can expect before the end of the year. Uh, as we've always said, um, well, no, we don't always say it, but every now and then we give you a bit of a, a nudge in the ribs <laughs> to say, if you haven't reviewed the show on iTunes or uh, are given it a bit of a star rating, please do. It helps us kind of get out there and, and, and we can get more people to listen, which means that we can do it for longer and keep doing it bigger and better. Thanks, guys. Next week on Thinker Girl the podcast. We
2: chat to Carissa Puka. She is a beauty vlogger. She's an absolute feminist. She is a fashion chick. She is a Canadian lady. We've had her on the potty before. We absolutely adore her. P.S. She's one of our chicks. She's popular. She's got so many millions of followers from around the world. Way more popular than us. Way more popular. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, she's going to be joining us next week.
1: Were you eavesdropping on this conversation? Follow The Thinker Girls at facebook.com forward slash thinkergirls or Thinker Girl TV on Twitter.
0: Psst. hey you, you're looking for some more. Well, clearly they're sticking around <laughs> for something. Well, we've got, what have we got, Christy? What do we got to give them? Go to
2: our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash The Thinker Girls. There's heaps
0: of cool videos up there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Some live shows of this podcast. We've got what else have we got? Cool We've girl got, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just head there, youtube.com forward slash the thinker girls.
2: Can we start whispering now? Okay. That sounded
0: really creepy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Planning for your next trip?